This is John Zaninovich. Welcome to Move My Mass. You'll be hearing from great guests talk about balancing life and being fit. Hey guys, welcome to Move My Mass. Dave, thank you for coming. Thank you. Finisher of year eight of the Rock Cobbler. Yeah. Not just a finisher, but an, an incredible finisher. Sam, the promoter. You've been on before, but thank you for coming again. We got to get Thank the. You. I want like to get the uh, the view of the promoter versus you know the finisher and yeah how it all went down. So you know you were on last time and yeah we talked about the rock cobbler a little bit but get into year eight you know how long was it the shenanigans the, the hills get into it get into this year mm. what so rock cobbler was all about we we talked about this before with rock cobbler and we talked about what a um, you know what a what a just batshit day it is. I mean, it's it is. It's it's nonstop climbing. It's it's not easy. You know, if you're gonna do the cobbler, you gotta come into it with something. You you don't you don't come into the cobbler with nothing. You don't get off the couch and do it. <clears throat> it's a really hard day on the bike. Yeah, you it's have a hard to be, day physically. You have to be in shape for it. So 8.0 brought uh numerous challenges. You know, COVID being one of the things where we had to move the venue and do things differently. So that turned the dial of the course. And in that process, we had a lot of lumpy. I mean, up, down, 20% up, 20% down, 20% up, 20% down. Just a lot of really hard stuff at the end, yeah. uh, which was a unique scenario. And a lot of people talked about that and all this sand because the weather's dry. It's April. So it was a harder day in a lot of ways and another really good cobbler in the books just on top of everything a, a solid day on the bike yeah what, it was it was it was very hard it was how, good. how many feet of elevation was it uh almost eight thousand. and yeah. how many miles 77 78 yeah that's 78. that's incredible that that kind of elevation with that many miles and it, so yeah let's get to you <laughs> You've ridden it every year, correct? And I don't even know where to begin on your cycling accomplishments. You are incredible. You're fast. Everybody knows that, which is awesome. But let's stick with this year. You had a difficult year, some, you know, mechanical issues. And so what was it like? What, uh, how'd it go for you? Well, the... I have to say, you're saying, you know, take it as year eight. Right. I take it as year eight. And in talking about that is I've had no mechanical issues for any other year. And for the record, mm -hmm. I didn't ride last year. I worked it because Sam yeah. had requested me to, to do that and gladly did. I mean, uh, great event. It takes people to put it on. Yeah. And I'm more than happy. I had pay him back for that. So that was year seven, but right. to year eight, yes. I had uh, mechanical issues right away. Uh, maybe three or four miles in, but. Yeah, because you know. I was helping cook and we had, it's not, you guys. <laughs> we heard right away. You Davis guys had, pedal broke. Yeah, well, you guys had just left 
and I heard you come in yelling for Jenny. Yeah. Jenny, I need. I'm like, wait a minute, this has already gone off. Why is he? Why is he asking well, for something? That, but go ahead. Yeah, that that uh, that brings on a whole lot of things. I'm a local, and I have knowledge of the course because of the reconnaissance we do, and then of course. I know my way around there. And I know if I break down here, what's the nearest place to the street that I can be picked up where I can get back to the venue. So, right. I mean, in a lot of ways that, that worked to my advantage to where we had the COVID issues and had to have the last minute change in the start finish venue because where I broke down, you know, you were never five miles yeah. from the start Right. You know, you did, it was like you throw spaghetti against the wall and that's your course. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I broke down early on and had a pedal issue, uh, right pedal broke and I knew the course and it happened to be at the longest part of the climbing. So the longest climb in the course was maybe four kilometers, five kilometers long. It wasn't, it wasn't long. Right. And yeah, it broke well before that. And okay. I was okay. able to, because I kind of know the course and because I could think in my head, well, let me get to this part. Let me keep going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking in my head, what is it going to take to try to fix this pedal? Yeah. And I went through some crazy scenarios in my head of what was going to fix the pedal. The first one being, I need some bailing wire. Now, I I, I, I don't <laughs> know how I came up with it, but I actually, the bailing I, wire. I, I actually asked <laughs> for that it. at the yeah. first group of people. Do you have any bailing wire? And the guy responded appropriately. You know, I'm fresh out of bailing wire. Right. <laughs> so was your plan to just strap your foot to the crank and just keep going? Yeah. Um, just, I thought I was going to somehow thread it through and tie it to the crank arm. But I hadn't calculated in my head because it is the cobbler and because you're climbing, you know, 15% grades right out of it. I was missing a little oxygen that yeah. the pedal needs to revolve and there's right. no way I'm going to get bailing wire and attach it to my, my, my pedal had come halfway off the spindle and was dangling on there. So it hadn't completely fallen off, but it was completely non-functional. Right. So let's, for the listeners... This is all in jest, you know, talking about bailing wire and all that. You ride probably a four or $5,000 bike mm-hmm. in, the, in the, I don't know, in the range. Yep. Yeah. So I just wanted to make sure, you know, listeners are understanding this is actually a sophisticated bike that you're riding, not a, it's not a beach cruiser. Not a, yeah, not yeah, a beach I mean, cruiser from the backyard that you're going to throw some bailing wire on. This is just in jest. Like you're thinking, stuff as a cyclist, you're right. As a cyclist going, through a race like this or an event like this, and you have a breakdown that early, all options start. Even if they're wacky, they start hitting your mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're you're out there. That's what this kind of event is about. And whether it's the, the gravel events in general, but I would say particularly for the rock cobbler. I mean, I've done my share of, of off-road and gravel events, but but this you're more likely to have a problem in this kind of event. You you know it going into it. And why and is why is that? Why is this a, a higher likelihood in this event? Because the beating that 
your body takes and your bike takes and, and the terrain that you go on and the, and the rocks and the single track and the quick dips, the quick up that Sam makes you go through. Right. People now should sort of realize it because I think the rock cobbler has a reputation. I know it tenfold. I've done them all, but I do the reconnaissance and I live in the town. I, I ride on some of this stuff. That's not the private property where we happen to be on at that time, but it's not like I'm not familiar with this, this area. Right. And I know these things can happen, but it's such a special ride that because, oh, hey, I finished six of them, done the reconnaissance on all of them. I wasn't about to not finish yeah. four miles in. Uh, I mean, uh, whether that's me, myself, or, hey, this this kind of ride. Right. The other point to that, I, I got to say, is there are some local guys that we ride with who have had mechanical issues in this event before. Yes. And kind of set the stage for how, how deep about? they'll go and how far how they'll go, go right. to finish it. I right. have a buddy that broke a derailleur. Yeah. You know, clipped his chain, made it there to a single speed. He walked, he said, nine miles. And I don't think that that is an Not exaggeration. A, well, I'm sure at all. he did. I'm sure he did. And this is a guy that usually finishes with me. And he made it in before dark that year, but he, he wrote it there, but he didn't quit. So right. that was that was also one of the first things in my mind is okay. Right. So I got I gotta try a few things. So even even with all your issues, yeah. you finished in six hours and twenty-seven minutes. Did I get Asterisk that right? On that. Yeah. That that is my finishing time. Right. It doesn't matter, really. It's, well, that's fast. That's if you're going to say that, it's... He I had did, a little darting back. He had... I did get picked couple, up by my wife jobs. at a Okay, spot. gotcha. Yeah. I did go back to the venue where I was ready to quit. Gotcha. Because besides my pedal, I had fixed my pedal by that time. Right. But I had a tire issue. Right. And that's the one and and, and and that's happens all the time. But I'm only asking because what the winner do it in? Up at 450? 432. 432. Okay. Crazy fast. But pro not so fast. Not so fast. So as a, as a promoter for this event, what's your goal? Is it to design it more as an event or as a race? What's well, your goal behind this? Mostly? Well, the, the goal is this. The we oh, we always talk about the cobbler in its eighth year as not being a race. It's, it's sort of an inside joke now, but it's a well adopted among participants. It's not really a race. It's a big, giant adventure ride. Right. You know, those five or ten guys that they want to race it, when they get done, they're, they sort of, you know, they, they're like, yeah, okay. I finished third or first or fourth or whatever. And I, and I usually will go up to them and pat them on the back and be like, yeah, you did great. Here's your beach towel. Right. I'm like, oh, I get a beach towel. I'm like, well, yeah, if you read the instructions, you just get a bigger beach towel than everybody else. Yeah. So that's what I love about it. I want the cobbler to always be, so to your question, I want it to always be a big adventure. Mm -hmm. I want people to come that have never done it. 
and I love hearing Dave's story, who has, he was on every recon that we did purposefully. And, because, I, and I am going to get to that. Because yes. he's a good soldier. He He's the guy that will, hey, don't turn right, turn left, you know, do this. So my point to the people that want to come and race it, absolutely, bring your A game. I hope you, I hope you want to kill each other on this thing. And that's going to bring a, another element to the course. But at the end of the day, it's not really a race. You know, it's it's a big, giant adventure ride that proposes challenges to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I love I love being able to talk about that after. Because they read it and they read it and they read it and we tell them, and like, yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, I got it. Yeah. They get down there just so stoked out. And I'm like, oh, well, you get a bigger burrito than he got. <laughs> so right, you know what, what, right. what else you want yeah you know which, yeah. i'll get you you get two beers and he only gets one beer what percentage of the guys or racers that show up do you think think of as a race 20 oh, percent? no not even that five percent five percent five gonna go out there and five tops out. yeah five tops yeah and then i would say that that is what the movement of gravel i, I yeah right. words but the 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 idea of that and, and that is absolutely the appeal to people, people that have raced, yeah, and may not want to always do that or doesn't want to do that, don't want to do that anymore. The people that would say, "I would normally do this century," yeah, and this kind of takes the place of that. It's a challenge or whatever. Sure, but, but no, the the people, if you wanted to split it into waves. Mm-hmm. of people that really want to race it. People that want to do their best on it, but people that want to race it and everybody else, first wave is going to be yeah, 15 to 20 people and then everybody And else. then everybody it's, else is yeah. it's an adventure. It's I love less, that. It's love less that. than 50. I guarantee it's less than 50. Right. 100%. Yeah. And I've only ridden it twice. And both times, and I'm wondering how many racers, you can answer this. Well, you've ridden it, of course, but. You know, I get, you get out there and you're having a blast, but at some point you get wiped. You're just tired. Yeah, you're smoked. And you look at that next shenanigan and it's no longer like... That's not really course, fun anymore. Of course it's fun at some level. Yeah. At the, at the, at another level, you're like, I have to freaking do this. Yeah. Whatever it might be. So I kind of leapfrogged a little bit. That's Let's right. talk about the shenanigans. What were the shenanigans in this year's? So the Rock Cobbler has how many aid stations did it have this year? Four aid stations. Four aid stations. At those aid stations, there's usually some kind of game or some kind of obstacle you have to yeah. perform. Go into that for us. So, so in all of the years of the Cobbler, to back it up just a little bit, we do goofy stuff. Like the first year we made everybody do push-ups. So you couldn't. Get your little, we had to give them a little business card size thing. You had to get your card punch. You had to do 20 push-ups. Yep. So as the event grew, it was hard to control that. It was hard to go, you know, every person has to do 20 push-ups. So we we recognized the growth and we 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 transgressed out of push-ups into, well, what can we do? Like, you know, that people just laugh at. So one year you were there, we had them throw darts at a big blow-up, you know postcard of me and you know if you hit me in the face you got five dollars i mean just stupid stuff we're, right we roll beach fun. balls down the hill um every year we have the crazy hike a bike it's just gnarly 
stupid steep. That's where you get called crazy names. Yeah, and I get called very, very, very bad vulgar names. Yeah. So to your point for this, so that's the sort of thing that we've done every year. Every year we try to do something new. So this year we were sitting around a table much like this and said, well, you know, what are you going to do? What, you're going to ride through your living room. You're going to, uh, you know, have a polar bear. You know, I don't know. What are you going to do? So came up with the ball pit, which there are several videos out there of the ball oh, pit. Oh, yeah. And everybody ate a lot of shit in the ball pit. Be early on, it was full. I mean, I spent $1,000 on ball pit balls. And yeah, it was, it ball was well, the ball pit was like a McDonald's ball pit at a yeah, playpen or like the Chuck E. Cheese's ball pit where you jump in. It had in. a thousand plastic balls. And I tried to ride through it on the motorcycle in advance of everybody. I ate shit. <laughs> I, got, I saw a little scar above my cheek. The first people that came through ate shit. Every, it was stupid. It was the stupidest thing. And there's have. a video, you know, one of the videos out there is like, do you have anything to say to Sam Ames? And the guy's like, He's a complete jackass. Like, why would you put this in the middle of the course? So it came at mile 37. But you know what? That's the cobbler. That's what we do. That goofy shenanigan was, it, for me, it was a highlight. There were several other things that riders would compliment about and say, oh, the hike of bike. And I mean, so for me, the sand. So yeah. I was cooking all day. That was the only shenanigan I knew about. What were the other ones? Well, we did the hike well, of bike. So every year we do that's this. That's not a shenanigan. Yeah. That's just straight up torture. It's a bit of a torture. Try to kill somebody. Well, the other the other one was the tire toss, which I think is okay. going to be, I think that's going to be a keeper for years to come. Yeah. So we had everybody that wanted to participate throw a tire. And if you could throw the tire and ring it around a, a little pony keg, your name got on a list. So we had nine people out of 400 yeah. that did this. When they got back to the venue, the prize was 400 bucks. Uh -huh. We split it because half the people were still on the course and half of them were in. So I said, hey, you guys can get <laughs> 200 and you guys get 200. Right. And they're like, yeah, we have no problem. But we have a, a tire toss. I mean, just, you had to throw a mountain bike tire over a pony keg. That's, yeah. Why who not? does that? Why like, nobody does that. So I'm just gonna use this as a moment to explain why we're having cocktails during the podcast. Yeah. If you're discussing the rock cobbler, at this depth, you have to have a cocktail or a beer. It says in our writer's Bible that on bar stools in the dark of the night, beers were poured and shenanigans were laid. So it's a perfect arena to say the same thing. Correct. So he's discussed the shenanigans as a promoter. Now, as a writer, what are they like for you when you, especially on a day when you've broken your pedal, had tire issues? Are you coming up to those uh, obstacle courses, shenanigans like, oh, hell yeah, this is so fun. Or are you like, son of a bitch, can I just get, can I just get home? Be honest, which way is it? Be honest. Honestly, <laughs> I still see myself at 50 years old. Mm -hmm. One of these guys that wants to ride it as fast as I can. I, uh, as I get much yeah. as I'm there for the fun and I understand the fun. Mm -hmm. And when I'm on the course, I'm a navigator. I know the thing people will know. Hey, 
it's going to be Sandy up here. Now, hey, take the line to the right. I'll help him out in any way. I, 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 I'm, a, I'm a good ambassador for the event there. But I also want to go fast. And I don't want to hang out. So in the, the tire toss, even with all my mechanical issues, I was back on the bike and riding very fast at that time and feeling good. I bypassed it. I didn't do it. I thought, ah, no, I'm getting a time. Eh, maybe a yeah. little mental issue there. So the racer how brain. I, it's a how, brain. Do I, I get that. how do I feel about the shenanigans? I get to those shenanigans and I reluctantly do them on those things that you have to do. The Ethel's, the, you know, running through the tires. I think it's a little ridiculous, but I do it. And I know about it. Uh, but I do want to talk about the ball pit. So one of the things this year with the ball pit <laughs> was I come down it. And when you come down it at a point in the race that when you finish the race, you're going to do a six hours, 27 minutes and not a four hours and 30 minutes. Yep. I came around the corner, knowing this corner, knowing the course and knowing that it was a little challenging with rocks. And I see a couple hundred balls just out on the periphery. And I'm thinking, oh, how cool, colorful balls. What a neat, <laughs> what a neat, you know, escape uh, uh, looking at the, 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 the view. Oh, Sam really kind of did this well, not knowing that it was a pit of balls, not knowing that people fell all over the place going through that. So I had no clue. Even after the event, it wasn't until I saw videos days later that I go, oh, so that's what that was. (laughs) So (laughs) here I knew about the event, knew every inch of the event. Very close friends with the promoter. Yeah. (laughs) But he will always say, there are things I don't tell him. keeping some things from you. And so that that was one I didn't know. In fairness, and that's a true story. And even when I did it, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. I, I I keep it even as close as Dave and I are, and we are pretty much blood brothers. I don't tell everybody everything. There's a couple right. that I keep in my satchel that only I know about. And to. I tell other to. people because they have yeah. to set it up. But, you know, he comes around the corner and doesn't see that. And, you know, so I, that's what I love about the cop. Oh, yeah. You know what? So I've... Ridden it twice, worked it almost every year. Yep. I think I've missed one or two, but when I've worked the course, the fastest guys are the nicest guys when it comes to the obstacles and all that. Sure. They're trying you know, to be polite. Even if even if they're just, yeah, even if they're being polite or, or if they're just playing the game, whichever. They're, it's the guys that are, say it's a 300-field yeah. course, it's a guy in 200th that's pissed. Right. I don't have time for that. I'm like, trust me, the leader's like three hours ahead of you. Yeah. You've got all the time in the world to do this shenanigans. Yeah. There's, yeah. I don't know who you're winning, champ. But yeah. Well, you're just winning yourself. And the winner is getting the same thing you are at the end. Maybe a bigger burrito. So sometimes at the finish, that's the funny thing. You know, they're giving hugs and they're flipping me the bird and they're like, hey, when do I sign up for next year? And the accolades. The joy that I get out of it is, is really when they come down, you know, they, they're, they they start processing it and they're like, we don't we had to hike up that stupid hill. We had to run over these tires. We had to go through a ball pit, went through your living room. And and they just have to process. So in the middle of the moment, yeah, they want to win. They want to be 52nd. 
you know? And, and the part that I love is there's just really no winner. You, if you won, you won, you won in your head, you won against him. You beat me. But what I love is when they just sit there and start laughing and they, why, why, why did you do that? I was like, well, because we couldn't think of anything better to do. So, so yeah, well, go ahead. Yeah. I, I think, what are you is, do next I think this is a good time for this story, which I did convey to Sam and the individual mentioned was that that's a, that's an interesting point. The guy in 200th place that takes it. I'm again, I'm, I, I'm, I'm kind of that guy. And again, good ambassador, kind throughout things, but year two, on a year before this became real well-known and the yeah, fast yeah. guys were two or three of them and then local good guys. And then you got the people that, that wanted as a bucket list item on a year, second year that I finished ninth or something like that. It went up to a turnaround point and the little shenanigan was chocolate, chocolate. And our friend, our racing buddy, a guy who was super fast and that you would kind of want to impress if you're there, like, hey, look at look at how I'm doing. My cutson was was manning that station. Yeah. And he also had a jug of water up oh, there to refill the That was on Breckenridge. That was on Breckenridge. Yes. Turn around no, on Rancheria. 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 Turn around on Rancheria. Real steep climb, dirt road, but then you get this pavement climb and you get up to it, and there's Mike there. Mike, mm-hmm. who's stopped racing since then and, and, and understands things yeah. a lot better than I do. And, you know, I throw him my bottle. Yeah, throw my bottle. You know, I, I got to catch the guys that are right there. And he told me later on, I mean, it was maybe a week after the event. Yep. But he said, of all the people that came to me that day, everyone that finished, that got up to that point, said, you are by far the biggest asshole. And you, you know me. You know the event. You throw the ball at me and say, water. I said, well, well, I was trying to race it. He said, the guys in first and second were laughing and having a good time and thought this is the coolest thing. So well said, you're, you're, well said. you're, you're right. right. I, yeah. Take that to heart that, oh, Maybe I'm missing the true meaning of Christmas here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah. Uh, it is. But that's, you know, live and learn. Totally. That's a great story. I still remember that. That's yeah. a great story. And that's, you know, that's the essence of the rock cobbler. Yeah, it, it's it's just a, it's a big, the whole thing is a big shenanigan. It's hard. Don't, I mean, you can ask uh, Jonathan Baker, you know, Brian McCullough, Phil Tinsman, Tinker Warriors. You can ask all the really heavy hitters that are coming. And they'll tell you like, oh, I had a blast. Was this the hardest year? Oh, I think. I know it wasn't the longest, but was it the hardest? It wasn't. That's a I question don't, every year. I don't know how I know. you, I don't I know. Know how you quantify there, that. There, there would be. It was hard. The only thing, I, it was hard. Second half was hard. But the one thing that was different was the start finish was in the hills. Normally, right the there's the yeah. promenade out. Right. And then once you get out of Hart Park and you start moving, you kind of know. Yeah. Well, okay, you might have some sand. You might have to cross a river bottom. That sucks. But the hard stuff, the hard climbing, am I going to have yeah. to get off for this? 
that's done. Yeah. yeah. This year, right wasn't done. Hard from beginning it to end. It was all from, from around mile two. I mean, it was just yeah. straight up. So the, that's yeah. that's a whole different. The change. second that's a game third changer. of the event was the hardest mm-hmm. part of the event, and that's right. not normal, right? For this event, no, not at all. So yeah. I don't know how you answer that question. You know, it's just every year is different. They are every they are. year poses its own challenges, which and is only, the way that we script it. And mm-hmm. I only ask that because cooking at the event <laughs> and being there when the first finishes are coming across and people that know me and come up seem like this year more than most. Every year, people talk about how hard it is. Yeah. Every single year. This year, at least a couple said, I signed up for the full cobbler, ended up doing the pebbler. Yeah. Like, changed my mind. And I've never heard that before. I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure they, it's happened. They, they, and they didn't even get into the worst part. I'm and sure. And then they made the right call if right. they and did these, that. And these guys are fit. Right. You know? And they, and they, they jumped. They, they pulled parachute at a point where it was going to get substantially harder. Yeah, that's crazy. That junction at Hart Park was, if you turned left, you're committed. There's yeah. no there's no getting out of it. And it was horrible after that. I mean, uh, you know, fun, horrible, but no, fitness, horrible. fitnessly horrible. horrible. Yeah, a quarter mile of as the crow flies is two and a half miles with, you know, 1,500 feet of climbing yeah. in it. You know, because you do this yeah. thing. You went up. You went down. You turned around. I, yeah. I told one uh, lady as she was riding, and she was looking good. And I passed. I gave her some words of encouragement, and she says, "But we're almost done." And at that, you this event, knowing what was coming up, you you have to you know shoot somebody <laughs> straight. This almost rip, done. Rip the bandaid off, and I said, this, "You're going to be for the next ten miles." are going to be the hardest of the whole race. And she couldn't believe it, but I do believe. A hundred percent. I do believe I did the right thing. Yeah, you did the right thing. Yeah. As a rider, and you you get to prepare then. Yeah. If you're told that, you just accept it and say, okay, yep. now I know what's coming. Yep. And you just go through your you may not like it. mental checkpoints to figure out, okay, next 10 miles are the hardest. I will figure out how to get through it. Yeah. If yeah. you've got the fitness, of course. But if somebody says, no, you're, you're almost done, you're right there. Oh, that's and the that's worst. actually, it's the worst the 10 worst. miles left. Yeah. Then you're, you're pissed. You're, you're exponentially more tired. You're just crushed. Yeah. The, the volunteers that are on course are the best. And they're wonderful. And they're well-meaning. And they're there. And when you come through like I did, way later than I expected. But, but there's... You know, mm-hmm. 150 people behind me. So people are out there. And so the volunteers are out there. But yeah, how you cheer on or how you direct somebody that comes by you in the first hour and what comes in. And they may not have the uh, any experience in this type of event. And so if they say, yep. you know, you 20 miles to the finish, well, 20 miles can be a number of different things in terms yes. of difficulty. And so yeah, I for sure. think for that, that's why I love being on the course and I and I would never uh, steer a competitor wrong, never. But to tell them that, to say somebody, and they obviously recognize that I know the course, I had that all yeah. the time. Are you from around here? You know, they want to check. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They is this a guy that's they just much at the straw? Or is this a guy who knows? And yes, I know. 
I live here. I know every inch of this and just, you know, conserve, go yeah. steady. Right. If well, you're fighting to, to, to stay with so-and-so, you might want to back it down. There are so many people that ask me what the rock cobbler is about as far as difficulty. And all I can tell them is that Sam's going to take you east of Bakersfield and he's going to take you up every pitch and every climb that exists out there. Yeah. Essentially. Pretty much. And that's the best way. Like, okay, yeah, the difficulty is up here. Yeah, it's and not it an easy ride. It is. That, that's the, the thing that people every year go where they're like, you aren't joking. I said, no. I told you since year one, and he knows, it's stupid hard. Like, it's stupid hard because of the, all the steep stuff. We don't have, we, don't, we have the landscape we have. And we do the best with what we have. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, but it's not like anything else that we've ever been to. Right. And we've been to several. We've been to Crusher. We've been to stuff down south. We've which, been, which are hard. hard. Which are, I mean, not, not, they're not easy. They're not strolls in the park. Right. I'm not talking rolling hills of Kansas, which is, if anybody knows me, that's sort of my inside joke about gravel. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to do this stuff. That's hard like there's plenty of that that you're going to rate i'm going to race you yeah, and i'm going to race you speed. and yeah. it's going to be really hard what we try to do which is what we do with what we have we put the course against you and we say go do that and yeah and, and you come back with it and speaking of that we were talking earlier about how you do recon rides you do yeah. sections of it as it's being developed and you think in your head okay I've ridden most of the sections or 80% of the sections, whatever. And you have a time in your head. Oh, I'm going to finish this. And I'm just making numbers. Sure. up. I don't know what you really, but I'm going to finish this in five and a half hours or whatever is in your head. Then you get to the actual race. Yeah. And then there's yeah. a huge difference in riding two thirds of it, a third of it, half of it during your weekend rides versus yeah. now it's go time to ride the whole thing. Yeah. And you've realized, you know, what your time is and what you think the top finisher's time is changes dramatically. Yeah, good point. I do want to backtrack a little bit and say, number one, it, I know Sam's mind. And he does come up with it in sections. Mm -hmm. And he wants to get some fun. He wants to... Uh, take advantage of certain parts and we're going to start here and we're going to do this and kind of, you know, we've done that a couple of years. So I want to do this. So he's thinking in his head and it's a very fluid thing, but when we do reconnaissance, it's not, he doesn't have the whole course in his mind at the time. He wants a section. And we do the beginning third. We do the middle third. We do the final third. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's go back and do that. So, Makes it easy that way. It makes it easy, but you don't see the whole thing together yeah. in every single year as yeah. I do the reconnaissance. Yeah. True. I, I tell True. Sam, you're not you're not writing this. You're making this too hard. People are going to be finishing at eight o'clock. They're not going to finish. I say the same thing every year because I think in my mind, you forgot that you kicked our ass this time and now you're coming out kind of fresh to us let's look at this thing and so we do 
end up at some point putting it all together. You, you, you got to get it on the computer. Gotta get you got yeah. to gotta get that. And so every year it's been that. And I haven't missed a one of those. Even though I didn't compete or, or do yeah. the thing in year seven, I've done every single one of those. And an added bonus this year, I did the pebbler route from where we thought it was going to start. Uh-huh. And then it got yeah. postponed, delayed. Yeah. And so and I did, did it the again. new pebbler route. And then I did the new full route. Yeah. So I, I that was a great bonus of doing all of those and seeing the different things and seeing how hard it was going to be. But nobody to, gets four recons. To, this guy got yeah, four recons. To, to, to your point. We do the whole thing and we do the whole thing and you've got to uh, get together a group yeah, of people yeah. that can do. You aren't you aren't going to. We need each other out there. We've done a few where it was Sam and I and one or two oh, other my people. Gosh. And, oh, I just want to turn in. But no, I got to get it on the computer. Got to get and the file. Got, you know, he's calling his son to come out and bring us sandwiches. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy. But you got to get the file. Got to get the file. But every year since year one. We have completed the whole thing with some stops that we wouldn't normally take, but we're riding pretty good. Yeah. Let's let's get this done. I don't want to be out there any longer than I have to. And it you know, comes out in six and a half hours, nine hours, whatever it may be. Yeah. And we play this game every single year. So to okay. your to your point, he finished in six and a half with a broken pedal. And a and a tire issue. And a and a stupid Broken bike, tire, pedal. And if How? I hadn't done that, I still would have gotten 50. Doesn't matter. Or something. Well, but, but, but to put right. it in perspective. He's the epitome of the cobbler. Yeah. He is the epitome of a guy that we would say at his age and with his <laughs> where withouts, where with dolls, whatever you want to call it, the cobbler. That's, that's what we want at any age. And I want to, so, yeah, I want to ask, how do you keep your motivation up? You have been extremely fit for as long as I've known you. How do you keep your this intensity up in cycling as consistently as you do? What's behind that? That's a deep dive. I, You're you always, need, you, you might need me to lie down on the couch for this. I, but you are always in shape. And for you, you're like, no, I'm not always in shape. No, no, you're I always feel like I shape. always am. There, there's you always a, are. That's, that, I don't know if that's rare or not, but. It, no, it, it's not rare. It is. Tell I was I was given the love of these types of things by my father, yeah. who continued to do some things. He always found a little challenge to do. Running was a big thing, and, mm-hmm. and marathons and ultra distance running, and then some triathlons and some biking. So I, I, I kind of have that bug. Maybe there's some uh, things that I, I got from that. I have through Sam and. Going back to racing, I mean, criterium racing, road racing, cyclocross events. I got back into the sport from, you know, some after college years and some triathlon years to my true love of, of riding. And I got into those master's events. And I, and I make fun of master's events and master's racers and that they take the, you know, they suck the whole wind out of it. But. I will say one thing with that is that those events, not just Sam's events, but definitely Sam's events with cyclocross, there was always a kid's event. 
Yeah, gotcha. always gotcha. a kid's event. Free little thing, do a lap, do thing, yeah, do, do whatever you do. Yeah. yeah, my kids, I had kids around that time. They started on little BMX bikes, to to little mountain bikes. They got hand me downs yep. from our kids the same age. Oh, you're riding this kid's bike to. Oh, they got their own little cyclocross bike to yeah. hand me down road bike stuff. So my kids came up to that. I have uh, uh, two boys and a, a daughter is my youngest. And she swims and swims competitively. But my two boys not only partook in that, but ended up loving the racing. So and the, 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 the format of excelling. that, but, yeah. the for, but the format of that where we say, oh, master's racing, but you have that thing where the master's racer comes also with the family and with the kids and got that. So what kept me going a little bit is my oldest son, Parker, raced uh, competitively and aged out in the junior category, but we traveled a bit. He raced for a, a team uh, up north and we traveled, he raced nationals, he did different things on road bikes. So yeah. I made a point that that's gonna be the, one of the things that I do with him is when I take him to an event and he does an event, if they also have a masters or a cat three or whatever it could be, I could race masters 35, masters 45 or a cat three, I could I could fit into any category. Yeah, and as yeah. long as I could help him and do him, I could get in a race and that would be a thing. So I did that for quite a few years. He's 21 yeah. now and so yeah i'm hanging on to a little bit of that because i, I know you. that I when you. i do when i do stop doing that i'm not going back and right. so right I, there's a little thing to, to hold on and to do it as long as i'm having fun as long as it's not keeping me from doing something with a child that <laughs> deserves my time and attention for what yeah. they're doing then they'll well, yeah. so right. that, that's yeah. it so i i'm still there barely i'm i'm teetering gotcha so what's a typical training week for you i i, I ride four days a week i've ridden four really? days a week for 12 years okay. it is it's perfect for me um tuesday morning thursday morning early morning ride uh-huh Saturday, big long ride. Saturday, Sunday, sometimes a recovery, sometimes a hard ride. Sometimes yeah. that's when Sam says, let's do some recons. Just so recons. And you're like, there will be no recovery um, today when that happens. If I ride less than that, <laughs> yeah, I think I want yeah. to ride more and I miss it. Yeah, we'll go. Bigger. And if I go on vacation and I think I'm going to do a cycling fantasy camp, I think if I did this a couple of weeks in a row, I would hate cycling. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so gotcha. you get to a balance, a balance in life, a balance in what you do. I found for me, you found the balance. Oh, four times a week. Perfect. I still love doing it. I want to do What's your it. long ride? What's a long ride on Saturday usually? Anywhere Three from hours? 55 to 85. I mean, it I depends gotcha. on the terrain. Yeah. It depends on the time. If it's, sure. if it's so on the dirty south, but two to three sure. hours. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's a beast. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to. I, I used You're to do that stuff too. with them. You're a beast. No, I can't. I can't ride those guys anymore. They're just. God. They're just. They're, they're still maintaining a level that. I said when I turned fifty, the ship sort of sailed and sort of sailed. But I love it. I mean, he's still one of my best friends in the whole world. And there's a part of me that that loves that. There's a part of me that you know oh, we know. rode this morning, right? right. So right. I don't think turn it on. How long did you ride this morning? Well, I did four hours today. 
But in the two hours, you know, we tuned it up a little bit. And and no part of you leaves that. That's yeah. In the move my mass scenario, there's that stuff where we always want to be as good as we once were, right? I mean, that's probably the blanket statement. I always want to be as good as I once was. I still want to be, I still want to do that level of cobbler. I want to come in in the top 20. I want to you don't go do this seven hour thing. I want to do this yeah. two hour thing, whatever it is. Totally. That's the, that's the moving part. That's the moving part. So, right. Yeah. And you've already got next year's cobbler in your mind, right? Oh, it's bit. swimming around big time. Does that happen instantly? I'm Does actually, that- I'm actually leapfrogging ahead to, to 10. year 10 because it's a 10 year anniversary. I already know a couple. I already know a couple of parts of the course. I know exactly what we're going to do, and it will be it will be the worst ever in ten years, G- gloriously horrible. Guess what, Dave? He and just, not, told, he and just told me I'm not writing it. And no. I'm not telling <laughs> you what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's right. not telling me what it's going to be until he I'm probably won't write it. So, but let's, but let's. Oh, I forgot. So it is year eight. We're yep. getting to year, you know, two years, year ten. The other cool thing about the rock cobbler are the are the uh, the gifts or yeah that you gifts. give out yeah we didn't bring an axe we did so this year was an axe can can you guys remember what it, each year was yeah oh, I can tell you right now all right and you can back me up if sure. I forget year one we gave everybody a rock right okay. Eh. Rock was the trophy. Okay. Well, it was, a, it was a river rock. I mean, it was a rock. It was, we gave him a rock. We gave everybody well, him if, a rock. If he's wrong, I don't remember. In a cool swag bag, but we gave them okay, a so rock. So what was year two? Year two was the uh, hammer. That was year two? Year one was a hammer. Also. No, no, year one rock? was a rock. Okay. For All sure. right. Well, I year think one rock. was a rock. I've got that. Okay. okay. So year two. Hammer stamp. Yes, hammer. I think I think I, I, I redid my driveway, my asphalt driveway, and I used not a hammer, a mini sledgehammer, a little a little hammer. sledge. Yeah. Year three was I, the I pounded some new pavement. Into I used my so year three was the pocket monkey, pocket monkey, and oh, two gifts. No, no pocket monkey. Year four was the apron. Apron. That, that, that had a, a Levi denim apron with the logo. Personally, on it. one of my and, favorites. Okay. And what did it also have in the pocket there? Oh, uh, Slim Jim. Slim Jim. Yeah, oh, gave a Slim nice. Jim. That's yeah. right. I remember yeah, that. Slim Jim. Yeah. Okay. Year five, we went big, which we're going to do for year 10. So year five, we give everybody, is basically a camping tool. And that those were expensive. I mean, I yeah. spent a lot of money, which I would do any day of the week for my cobblers. It's a barbecue tool. You pulled it apart. Swiss Army knife. Yeah. The Swiss tool. Army camping tool. Yeah. Spatula, basting brush, knife, spatula, fork, and we laser engraved the handle. So that yeah. was year five. Yeah. Uh, year six, what do we do year six? Year six, we did the cutting board. We gave him a, cutting, a bamboo cutting oh, board. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, year seven, we did a frying pan, a, a cast iron, right. single serving, Frying yeah. pan, engrave the handle. Love that one. Use so far you can see. I, I, I mean, there's used a, there's, all these things. Yeah, there's, there's a pattern. I won the T-shirt. I look at the trophy, but 
used all. So year eight, we gave them a small hatchet axe. I can chop wood. Yeah. Water, chop wood. It's a great gift. It's perfect. Everything every year is purposeful. Every, except for year one. I don't know what you do with a rock. You know, bash his pedal back on. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked. I mean, that, that river rock would have done that for sure. Yeah. But every year we give them, who wants a trophy, right? Who wants a t-shirt? And we, we do some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my gosh, you paid me a lot of money to come do this gnarly ride and have a good time. I want to give you something. Mm-hmm. Give them cool stuff, man. And those so, are cool things. So year nine and 10 are already figured out. So he's thinking big for year 10. Big, so big. You're going to be there? You're in, of course, right? Of course. That's yeah. I mean, so that's that's nice. a marriage. He's, that's yeah, a marriage. He's, uh, that nice. was, yeah, I'm stuck. He may ride, he may work, but he'll be there. Yeah. It hurt me when he, when he, he did work. an interview where he said, "Who's been the only person to ride all the events?" Yeah. Who I did, is, I who is that? Yeah. Glenn Key. Glenn Emke has oh, done everyone. That's right. I, there, there, was, there, there was no hesitation Late. in a negative way other no. than David is one of my trusted friends, my closest confidants. And last year when I asked him to help, he we had a little, you know, little gulp in the bottom of the throat. And he said, I'll I'll do whatever you want me to do. But you do realize this is going to break my streak as <laughs> the only, the second only guy that's done all of them. Yeah. So Glenn. You, good I job. Say, I say cheers. Yeah, and cheers to our, he cheers is a true comedy, and, and he is a great guy. Watched um, him come in this year. Oh my gosh! Yeah, great. So it's only with humbleness that I right. thank David for his, you know, right. participation as a course provider. Yeah. So. Well, guys, thanks for coming on. Looking forward to year ten. Looking forward hmm. to year nine first, yeah. of course. But your tan, it sounds like something big's going on. And yeah. now you, you're scaring me a little bit. So, yeah. Me too. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, John. Thank looking you, John. Forward, looking forward to the next race. Let's do it. Right,